Hello and welcome to episode 154. Season 6, episode 30. Of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P. And the other Mr. P. Welcome back to our final episode of the season. Season 6 we're on. Season 6. Well, season just 6. It. it is the last week of the academic year. Um, well, it seems like we've been crawling to the end, but at the same time, almost feels like... This year's just whizzed by. Yeah, I think a lot of people have been speaking to a few people at work, and they're saying that this year has really flown by. And, and I don't know, did World Cup in December did that have anything to do with it? Maybe. Weird vibes there. Obviously, yeah. we had. It's been a crazy year, right? Crazy school mm-hmm. year. We had mm-hmm. obviously the very sad death of the Queen right at the start of the year. Yeah. Um, trying to think what else has happened. Well, then the coronation, that's not the most important thing, Royal Family. World Cup, yeah, we've had obviously all the strikes, we've had uh, just Look at you, straight onto the strikes. I'll be talking about I'm still thinking about Harry Kane's penalty. (laughs) 2-1 down, son. Um, Uh, No, it has just felt like a bit of a strange year. And then, um, yeah, it just, I think, especially since Christmas, since Christmas, it has absolutely flown by. They say time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> but I don't even think it's been that much fun. <laughs> no, I, I mean, i tell you when time doesn't fly. Taking staples out of, of displays. display boards. Yeah. yeah. They never come out straight. Well, they do for people who concentrate. But for someone with ADD, I just get that little staple holder thing in and then it yanks one side out. Yeah. I poked my thumb with a staple. Look at that. I poked my thumb with a staple. It was, my, that. it was my second staple. Of the, day. the teacher was like, seriously. And I was I had a little paper towel on my thumb and I was like, Was Sorry. that you done for the day? Like, I can't. I just, yeah. I've got nothing oh, left. Right. Talking about that Ian Beale thing, right? <laughs> I swear on my life, I don't think I've said that that short. Well, how many words? I have nothing left. Four words. <laughs> In my life, as much in the past, like, two or three weeks. Yeah. Anyone asks me anything, I'm just like, I've got nothing left. <laughs> Even today, <laughs> someone was like, Sir, can I have a tennis ball? And I, all the kids had lost all the tennis balls. And I just turned to this kid and went, I've got nothing left. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but, but, yeah. It has. So, but we've made it. We hope you're all uh, with us still as we head into the summer holidays. Um it's a late one. I mean, last day in my school tomorrow, last week, and um, transition day tomorrow. Really? I feel like this week, this year. I don't think we're the only school with this where transition day's been... Uh, I mean, obviously, year six have had theirs, but for the rest of the school, because um, I think we've had to find another teacher for one of the year groups and things have been mixed up a little bit. But yeah, I reckon we're not the only ones who... who I know, I know for a fact there's a lot of schools that still haven't got staff in place. And no, yeah, I know that. But it is, it, I just want to give a shout out to one of my one of my co-workers, absolute legend. He was a lad. Talked about the uh, the male reception teacher. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out, and uh, he he's not very happy because everyone keeps going like two days, two days, because it's like we break up Thursday. I was like one more day down. And every time everyone says anything in the staff room, I can see him just like a bit annoyed. He's got first aid on Saturday. 
Whoa. It's oh, an absolute, it's an absolute <laughs> wound. Isn't it? That is a killer. Well, I had, um, I had my last training day in a school on Monday, um, but they'd finished on the Friday. Ooh. So they had that as their inset day before summer. Ooh. I mean, not the worst inset. Well, no, no. I think they, I think they enjoyed it. It was all right. <laughs> it was, it was weird though because I went in and I was like, oh, this is a nice school. And they went, oh yeah, you, you came here in 2015. Cannot, cannot remember it. I think all. how many how many dominoes since then? Oh, a lot, a lot, a lot. So, uh, anything else been happening this week? No, not much really. I had my works do. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, I had my works do on um, Friday. Just gone it was good crack. I know I touched upon last week. A member of staff from my school is finishing after twenty plus years at the school. She's an absolute legend. Obviously, other members of staff are leaving. And things like that. So it was, it was, it was good. It was, it was tame. It was tame compared to other dues that I've yeah. been on. Um, so the shirt stayed you, on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah. there was a, a karaoke performance that I I uh, did. That I just. This is this is my issue. Go on, man. watch it. Watch the karaoke stuff. I'm sure we talked about this before. Michael Bublé, Fever. Right. right, and okay. and 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 the thing is, Lee, you can you can say go. what you want, but I think you know as no, well as no. I do. You know as well as I do. You say this every time. You know as well as I do. The, I can on, hold on the tune my, on my day. I'm all right. I'm all right. Right. So much so, and I know I've said this before, but in Tenerife, when I was with a couple, uh, they thought I was a Michael Bublé impersonator. That's true. Absolute right. truth. The problem was, obviously, I'd had a few to drink and we're all in good spirits and I did this fever thing. And this is what I don't understand, right? I've never been ripped, but I have been in good nick. And I'm going back here. I'm going back double digit years, right? I don't understand why after a couple of Taylor Swifties, I suddenly feel like I've got like a grig, a great rig, <laughs> like an unbelievable body. Like I look, I see people on Instagram or even friends who are in good nick. Our brother is in good nick, yet he never mm. takes his top off. He never reveals and he's Charlie, right? Yeah, Charlie Mulcrow. He's, he's in good nick. Unbelievable. He's yeah, shredded yeah. wheat, that boy. Yeah. No, he keeps his top on all the time. Whereas, <laughs> you know... <laughs> this guy for flab for days you put the I'm, ad in dad bod I'm, yeah I'm doing fever in this absolute dive of a pub and I mean it, it was a dive and I'm there going like chicks are gonna give you fever and then going and you know it goes like fever boom yeah. every boom just a little lift at the top <laughs> and the movements there's gonna be skin there's gonna uh. be yeah, so to be fair, people were saying that it was that they'd never seen anything like it. <laughs> they'd never seen anything like it. Um, they didn't know someone that size could move like that. Uh, um, but it was it, to be fair, it was all in good in in good jest and spirit. And uh, I just feel like there's two options for me now, right? There's two options for me. The first option is just cut it fast and just stop <laughs> yeah. or actually work out and get myself in good nick that I could actually do it and be proud of it yeah it's the former in it yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've had an interesting week so uh, for the first time ever last week I was invited to be a special guest sort of like the 
uh, yeah. After dinner speaker. Not, not necessarily. It wasn't a dinner, but a secondary school had an awards evening mm-hmm. and invited me to talk and then sort of hand out the awards. <laughs> so what do you call that? Sort of like the special guest, I yeah, suppose. Special guest, yeah. yeah. Which I've never, never done before. So for the first time in a very long time, I was incredibly nervous. Oh, here we go. I was. I had a for bit the first of, time in a very long time. No, no, because, you know, I'm used to speaking in front of teachers i'm used to speaking in front of parents but it was something about standing in front of a group of teenagers talking sort of expect they're sort of expecting to be inspired entertained that just threw me a little bit because <laughs> i've never taught at like you know i know there's lots of secondary school teachers who who um who listen to the podcast but i've never worked a day in a secondary school. No. Right. Now I know there's a lot of similarities. I know there's loads of things that are pretty much, and I, and I reckon there's a lot of secondary school teachers who probably have the same fear if they had to go down to year one and teach. So I get it. And I know there's a lot of similarities, but I don't know what it was. It really, a bit of it, I actually talked about that, like the imposter syndrome, but it actually went really, really well. And I really enjoyed it. It was quite, a, it was a pl- lovely evening. The school was fantastic. Salford City Academy. It was literally a stone's throw as well. Mm. So just off the, uh, just off the motorway or the junction. But yeah, so uh, really enjoyed that. Um, I, I was giving out all the awards, but it, that thing happened again. Right. So the well, runs. No, no. You know, the, you know the, we had the walking gate the other day where my brain forgot how to walk. Yeah, yeah. Right, so it was a oh, simple... it wasn't an awkward, like, handshake. No, no, the handshake was, was fine, but it was these glass trophies. Right. So it was constantly worrying about dropping one of these glass trophies. Yeah. And then once I'd passed the trophy over, shook hands, passed the trophy over, stood there for the photograph, what am I doing with my hands? Right. That was the thing. It's like, where do I put my... <laughs> it was another... Yeah, just like a weird like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just didn't know what to do. So that was quite good. Um, and then today I've I've been at my, my kids' sports day, which was which was lovely as well. First time I've been at a sort of secondary school sports day. Any golds? Uh, yeah, Charlie won the 800. Uh, and then uh, Harry came third, I think, third or fourth. Lily came... Lily won the relay came second in the 100 or 200 meters and i did really well and it was really good it was it was nice until the rain started i have to be honest i and someone may correct me if they're going back over old apps i may have said this i don't know but i cannot remember the weather being this bad this late i mean i know that we've had some miserable days in the past but like literally wet plays two days before yeah. finishing for summer. It's, it's insane. It's mad. And obviously the te- temperatures are soaring in Europe. So people going on holiday to Greece, Spain, it's like got to stay inside, not during the day because it's so hot. But here it's just nonstop rain. And I was, uh, here's a question for you. Name me something that's better when it rains. Like name me something you can do that's better if it's raining. Well, I used to something prefer, outside. I used to prefer playing rugby and football when it rained. Yeah, I did, maybe, I did used to prefer it. Maybe slide tackling, big hits, sliding. See, I always preferred it once it'd been raining, so the ground was still something damp, that's better when it rains. Because I, I, like we were talking I, about I, this, I don't mind like a not, hot tub. I, not like not like absolutely caking it down. Yeah, but a little. But bit just of like rain. a bit of spit. Yeah, yeah. But I'm convinced there's not many things that that are enhanced with rain no no they can't be it's just maybe dancing 
No, you just, you just... So you can recreate an Usher video from the early 2000s. <laughs> I thought you meant that. Uh, Gene Kelly. No, well, that as, that, as well. that as well. You went straight for Usher. Yeah. So um, we are going to... This is going to be the last episode, so we are going to be taking a break over... Uh, the summer holidays uh, as we inc- you know we're going to practice what we preach we hope that you you guys as well uh, are going to have a restful one switch off because you need to recharge ye old batteries um, but please do over the summer get involved and get your tickets for the live tour because that is I think it's only like 14 weeks away before that is kicks it? off something like that I don't yeah so it's no it might, might, must be about 12 now because it's six weeks of the summer and then first half term, and then we're in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, plenty of tickets still available. Please do go and support us with that. We really, really do appreciate it. Maybe late in the day by the time this episode comes out, if you wanted to treat that teacher friend of yours as an end-of-year gift. But, yeah, get involved. Get it in your teacher WhatsApp groups. Um, well, even if you don't, you know, bring people who aren't teachers. It's going to be funny. Yeah, I've had a few messages from people who have purchased tickets for uh, for co-workers, for family and stuff, and it's... Just, I always find it just so crazy to see, like, they send me an email or send me an Instagram message where it's like, oh, yeah, my friend agreed to go and agreed to go. <laughs> my, my friend, like, just ended up saying, all right, okay. And then it's like, you're going to the two Mr. P's. Yeah. And I'm just like, Yes. Uh, it's going to be and, and a massive thank you to everyone who grabbed a copy of the paperback as well and I know there's a few people uh, and again apologi- apologies if you end up getting that as your end of year gift and you didn't want it <laughs> but I know quite a few people have decided to get it as an end of term gift for teachers so again we hope you enjoy that um, so with it being summer holidays what have you, what have you got planned? Um, well my best mate uh, who live, currently lives in Australia? He is coming back, mm. um, so I'm gonna get to see him for a bit. This was m- the friend you were best man at, and your best man speech made the mother of the bride cry. That is true. We yeah. have been through the speech on an early episode of this podcast. I remember it clear as day. Um, great speech. Uh, didn't get the reaction I was hoping for, of no. course. But didn't um, land in Oz. That's why we're not touring in Australia. Because <laughs> you are banned. Nah, one of the women there thought I was a stand-up. Then she thought well, I was let, a boobly impersonator. Yeah, let me guess. Thought you were a boobly stand-up. I had actual abs. <laughs> um, no, the, yeah. So he's coming over, and then um, yeah, then going to Mallorca for a week, just a little sneaky week off with the fam. Um, yeah, and then I, I think we've got one wedding, and then we've got. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Loads of like, it's just it's just one of those, isn't it? Summer, it's like, come on, give it me, give me that freedom. Mm. I'm just hoping that my son gets into some sort of routine. That's the that's the big plan. Forget the holidays. Can't forget see anything that else. In the summer. No, no, never no. Were. no, no, no. Um, you absolutely nothing. Now uh, we were looking at going. We were considering going away. Obviously, we did Florida, didn't we? But. I just think it's just with with the extension, we've just got to get that sorted. So it's just going to be a summer of. Um, I'm actually quite dreading it because we've just not got any space in the house. We've just got a front room, and that's it. So to have the kids at home all day every It'll day, stink. It's just going to be horrible. It'll be sweater. So I think I'm just going to try and get the bikes out. Maybe go on a few bike rides. I really need to. I really want to sort of try and get myself fit. To be fair, I did, I did tell you I got. Ryan got me in at his new work and had a cardiovascular screening. All right. Yeah. 
you need to do it. Why? Well, the thing with cardiovascular disease, and this is a warning to everyone, we'll give him a shout out. He works for a company called Tomorrow. Um, and basically what they do is they do a full body checkup on your arteries and your heart health because it's the biggest killer of anything cardiovascular. And so much of it is preventable, but because no one, it's only when something happens, it's too late. So this company's, you know, you get this health check, anything gets flagged up, you can get a pro, you know, you can get advice and things to look look at. So you do blood tests, then you have a chat with a doctor, then uh, you have an ultrasound on different arteries in your body. Um, and mine was fine apart from the one in my neck. There's a little bit of build up on there, which the guy said was down to sort of stress and lifestyle choices. Because if it's very much, you only have a look at the outside, don't you? And as, as you know, we, we, we're sort of the poster boys for dad bods. We're not in the uh, best best condition, so to speak. But you not don't what consider... the ladies are saying watching the karaoke <laughs> on Friday, brother. I'm just imagining this bar you were in, this oh, dive you were in, if people were looking dive. at you going, bloody hell, look at that never, stud. Yeah. Never seen a guy <laughs> with that amount of chins before. Um, so it was quite interesting. So, yeah, so the little bit of build up on... One of my arteries, nothing to worry about, but a case of, you know, if you can try and be a bit healthier, you know, do a bit more exercise and find ways of de-stressing and that sort of thing. Uh, and then and then he put you on a bike, put a mask on you, put an ECG, and then you had to cycle to 100% exertion, like everything. So it gradually got harder and harder and harder. My God, I thought I was going to faint. It was so... It was horrible, um, and then he was sort of comparing what your lung capacity was, your heart. You know, it was it was, it was dead interested, and like I say, I've come out of it going right. Well, I think I need to be doing this, this, this. So it's it's quite good because you know you want to, you want to make sure you prevent things rather than sort of it happening. And yeah, so that was there. That was another thing I did this week. But yeah, this summer I think I'm just going to try and get into a bit of a routine, maybe exercising. It's just hard at the minute with no kitchen. Thirteen weeks without a kitchen, we've had. God bless those air fryer recipes air fryer on TikTok. Re- yeah. Um, so, so yeah, we hope you've all got uh, exciting things planned over the summer. What are your top three tips for for people to relax over the summer? Um, I'd say find good offers on drinks. Okay. So just head to, you know, <clears throat> the bargains of boozes and just get a decent amount of good drink even though saying that as we always say and I'm sure we'll touch upon teacher gifts and things like that um, which teachers never expect but yeah you you may get some uh, some alcoholic beverages in there I'd say that I'd say you know I'd just I'd say yeah just switch off just enjoy it just you've worked so hard everyone's worked so hard that if you're going away enjoy that if you're not then just enjoy the time with your family and friends because that's the thing like when you work in in a school you do think like you could go like two or three weeks if you have the odd planet a weekend and boom like you go from like well that's why it's gone so fast you've gone from one week to three weeks and you've only seen maybe your family a couple of times mm. maybe your friends on one night and it's just you know try and get in and the other thing is is just try and get all your appointments done as early as possible yeah because I've got a spread of appointments and they're they're killing me already <laughs> dentist diabetes asthma clinic yeah 
Any others? ST no, no, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. So I uh, know I just just literally just smash it, and uh, and everyone deserves it. Yeah, and I'd say to add to that is just sort of do you, you know, do you don't don't compare yourself to other people. There's this tendency that some people like to use the summer holidays to go in school and do displays and you know just be busy and and that might work for some people. I know some people like it; it's therapeutic. But then if you decide to just just literally sleep in till midday you're lucky you're lucky bastards don't <laughs> you know if you if you can sleep in till whenever but just don't up, post about around. it no no, no i mean in the group because if you yeah. post that you've just woke up at 12 midday i'm arguably going to delete and block you from the group yeah <laughs> and uh and yeah so so it's just do you don't compare yourself if people want to be busy let them be busy doesn't necessarily make them a better teacher displays in my opinion are a waste of time majority of the time if you are just my Kenzuki. <laughs> Apart from the half done on. display, because Adam got pricked by a staple, second hey, staple in. Um, and and you know whatever you want to do, if you want to just use the summer to watch as much Netflix as possible. My recommendation, by the way, Hijack on Apple TV. Have you watched it yet? Yeah. Oh, great it's absolutely. It's one of the best I've seen for a while. It's great. Uh, I also watched the Arnold Doc. Great. That? that was yeah. good. Uh, Remember, I, I did watching... do my ankle, so I was. I got. I got a you bit. Got, of you TV got a bit. Of ca- um, Lincoln Lawyer's great. See, we started that and then we just sort of didn't stick with it. Oh, that's a shame. Um, what else have we been watching? Abbott Elementary is brilliant on Disney+. Plus. I might have mentioned that before. Uh, Platonic? I watched the first app. Not, not much more. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what's a good one as well. We started watching it last night because the kids all of a sudden cared about Wimbledon. So we watched oh, the break final. Breakpoint. Breakpoint. Yeah, that's yeah, great yeah. as well. Uh, did you watch Wimbledon? Yeah. Oh, Alcaraz. I, I think I'm in love with the guy. Escape from Alcaraz. <laughs> oh, he was absolutely unreal. There was just a bit of me as well that I was just glad Djokovic got beat. Well, anti-vax. Yeah, just, yeah. Go on, Alcaraz. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're my recommendations. But uh, we're going to get into things now. And I want to start off with this little message from someone that was left on the uh, on the website. So, hi, Mr. and other Mr. P. Happy end of year. I just wanted to write in and say how much I've loved your podcast this term. I'm a rare species of teacher who has actually rejoined the profession after a five-year break. I never ever thought I'd be back in a classroom after leaving, but I reluctantly agreed to a six-week supply job and wound up loving the school. Which we always say, don't we? The right school is out there for every teacher. If you're a teacher struggling because of the school, it's not you, it may well be the school. So please, before you decide to leave teaching, go and try it at a different school. And if you find at that school you're struggling, it's probably you. No, I'm joking. You try it at a different school. It's like that famous saying, we've all had wrongans. It's about, you know, waiting for the right one. Yeah. And (laughs) I, I, I discovered a new quote this week. Go on. Uh, it came from Michael Jordan's personal trainer. Okay. If you think the cost of hard work is too much, wait till you get the bill of regret. Ooh. It's a, it's a, it's a beauty. It's a lot to think about. I'll tell you what else I watched at the weekend, Phantom of the Open. Oh, yeah, it's great. I took Nana to see Yeah, that. yeah. I watched it with the kids. It was uh, it was good, that. Well, wow, funny. Because um, there's a quote in that I like as well. Go on. Pra- practice is the road to perfection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I already knew that. Yeah. It's been so much fun. See, that's what I mean. Practice is the road to perfection. You keep practicing in one day. One day, 
you'll sound like Michael Bublé. <laughs> it's been so much fun tuning into the show. Oh. Mm. On my drive to and from school, and there are times where I laugh so much, I worry I'm going to crash. <laughs> Glad she said crash. I, I thought she was honestly going to say, and sometimes I think I'm going to laugh so much, I crap my pants. <laughs> Teachers are a hilarious bunch, and you two bring so much joy bringing everyone else's stories together. It must be such an effort to record and gather stories and edit and promote each week on top of your school job, so absolute hats off to you. Is that me or both of us? Uh, it must be such an effort to record and gather stories. I don't it is <laughs> you you just I bet you hate I bet you delete I bet the recently deleted the recycle bin is filled of dear Adams dear no no no, no no there is a dilemma that specifically mentions you mm-hmm. right I'm just saying if you think that let's 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 be honest most weeks you come on and you're like I've got Nothing. I've got nothing. No, um, a lot of weeks I come with stuff prepared. I'm not gonna lie. I've last few weeks have been trying, and and the thing is, when it comes down to it, you know, I react. Yeah, your job is the reactions. I hope you enjoy your summer holes, and I look forward to hearing more in September. Also, wishing all the teachers out there a fab holiday. Now, next, next uh, question, which is going to sort of lead into a bit of a, well, not so much a rant, but this came from someone, again, on the website, um, around the pay deal. So the big news this week in education, apart from us apparently getting a new Ofsted leader who potentially could be an absolute nightmare, um, obviously the pay deal. So the government have now said that they are going to match the STRB recommendation. The STRB, the independent regulation body, said that teachers should get a 6.5% pay rise. The government have agreed to that. They are going to fund 3%, so they are going to put 3% towards it. But then the 3.5% is going to come out of existing school budgets, right? So straight away when I heard that, I was like, nope, nope, not having it. If it's not fully funded, absolutely no chance. Because ultimately that means that something's got to give. There's got to mm-hmm. be money taken from somewhere else. to, f- And no teacher's going to want that. No one teacher's going to want a little bit of extra money to then make their job harder. The The unions have taken a really interesting uh, stance. stance on this because they've basically told us to accept because, as it turns out, the government said... We'll only put this. We'll only put this offer on the table if unions tell the members to agree to it. Right. And if you don't, if you ask members to reject it, we're going to withdraw the other offer. However, people have then said, "Well, the six point five percent, it's there anyway. Whether we agree or reject, they've accepted it. It's happening. So it's really conflicting." really conflicting as to whether people should accept it or not um lots of discussion around 6.5 percent not being enough obviously with the mortgage issue at the minute uh a lot of people saying they want to continue striking to get the uh, the restore the pay gap um all sorts i you know 
it's such a hard one. It's such a difficult one because obviously we don't want to be striking anymore. We don't want to disrupt. But at the same time, we want our education system to continue. Obviously, the government also said, oh, yeah, we're going to obviously talk about workload, which, you know, my, my problem is whenever the government say anything, I just cannot, I cannot trust them. I cannot believe anything they say. So when they say this is fully funded, I'm like, but it's not. Yeah, it's a man kid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's bringing back man kid after all this time. He's leaving, by the way. Oh, is he? Yeah, six, yeah. I've not yeah. worked with him a lot, but he's, he's going, yeah. He's gone. Well, uh, he will be by the end of this week. Bye, our kid. <laughs> bye, our kid. Bye, our kid. Might buy him a Parker as a buy. Goodbye present. <laughs> but that's what it's like. It's like, it's so hard to believe anything this government say given their track record of just lying it's just really difficult anyway this was sent in which i think sort of sums up the issue so send this on instagram but i don't know if you've had enough time to check your messages i'll assume not so here it is in response to the 6.5 percent not even half funded pay offer i would generally genuinely prefer a three percent pay increase that's fully funded if they accept this, we will lose TAs in our school. Now, I think this is an issue for a lot of schools in that if it's not fully funded, you know, resources aren't there. And then to make ends meet, the next thing that is put on the chopping block are the support staff. Now, we always big up the support staff. We know what an incredible job they do. And it would that's something that I don't think any teacher wants to be in a position of where there's not the support staff, there's not the budget to yeah, keep support staff. Choosing between their pay and obviously the support staff yeah. and TAs in the school. Yeah. SCN, EAL, hires, lowers, SCMH will basically be abandoned with only one teacher in the classroom. How would they reduce workload if they need to reduce or remove adult support? My upcoming class has three children with SCN awaiting specialist provision placements because there's no spaces, working around 12 months old cognitively in a year two class. I also have six new refugees who speak no English at all and are traumatized, and two children who have SEMH needs who are known to become aggressive with other students and adults, previously throwing chairs, etc. Their funding does not fully cover a TA. If this pay deal is agreed and the school needs to fund over half of it, they will make our TAs redundant. Those children are all in one class along with 22 other children that are just in, entitled to an education. How would I possibly give them all what they need and deserve? My school already is in the red money-wise and has nothing left to pull from. We have tinting allowances. We ran out of pens, glue sticks, rubbers, etc. in spring too. We've been buying those things ourselves. We're so low budget now that we aren't allowed class budgets anymore and we just have a general school budget for each of us to buy resources which will be kept in a locked cupboard and we have to sign out whatever we take. We also have to submit a written request for little things like additional pencils. How are they going to fund this pay deal? My school has about 88% pupil premium, a higher than average SEN and EAL student population and we still can't manage... I fear for the children. So that is the sort of, and I'm sure there are plenty of schools across the country who are in the exact same spot. And it's sort of, that's where I'm a bit torn because it's sort of, right, you're saying it's fully funded, but it's clearly not. I just cannot believe we've reached a point in this school where you have to sign pencils out or sign glue sticks out or sign rulers out 
Yeah. I mean, listen, it, it's all well and good being a bit more careful. Obviously, you know, you go back Time's 10 years. Tough. It's because he lives. Yeah, I'll be honest. Go back 10 years. If I saw a pencil that was maybe, you know, on its last legs or it wouldn't sharpen properly, it'd get, be getting a taste of the bin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but now I'm like, it's still got lead. <laughs> yeah. Give it one more. The one tiniest more little pencils being oh, used. Oh, my God. It's just such a bleak situation. And, and again, I come back to this point that I've made all the way through the strikes is that pay is incredibly important, absolutely. But there are so many more issues. And I just don't think if we accept this pay deal any of those issues are going to be sorted. If anything, it's going to be worse. And let's say we settle on the 6.5. Do I think that's going to have any sort of impact on retention or recruitment? Absolutely not. So we're still going to be in the same boat as far as trying to find teachers, get teachers in the profession, and more importantly, keeping teachers in the profession. So it is a worrying a worrying thing. I don't know what's going to come of it, but you know, it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't surprise me if this wasn't the last strike, but... You know, there we go. In other news, in other news, how do you find, how do you think, <laughs> this was funny. Uh, do you ever follow a, a Twitter account called Didn't Happen of the Year Awards? No. Right, so it's a Twitter account where, you know, people love to brag. And well, I can kind of guess what yeah. it's about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know I'm not the I know quickest. You're tired. I know I'm I know not you're the tired, but you can smartest, get that. but yeah. Um, so this. <laughs> it's like, do you follow that account all about lasagna? No, no. Well, it's, um, it's all about a famous Italian food. Yeah. It's been a long half term. So, get this. This was a report in the Lytham St. Anne's News. Okay. Right? Now, we've played a show at Lytham. We did we? do Lytham, yeah. That was Cotney John, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fury from local children as Ropebridge is ruthlessly removed from Lothar Gardens Play Park. Oscar, five, from Lytham told Lytham St. Anne's News, the rope bridge was the main highlight of my visit to the park. I'm deeply disappointed as its removal, uh, at its removal, and I'm just praying that it's a temporary measure. The rope bridge brought so much joy to the younger community, and I know I won't be the only one upset. Oscar added, let's hope it will be reinstated before the summer <laughs> comes to a close. Right. I've worked with a lot of five-year-olds. Same. <laughs> there is no way. No. In a million years, Oscar... Five has just articulated all of that. Oscar five. If the question came from the reporter, what do you think about the bridge being removed? I like beans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it? yeah. I'm hungry. Or, or just, I'm hungry. Do you think Oscar's crying and the journalist's like, I can interpret this. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the the raw emotion. Yeah, but you'd just be like, what do you think about the bridge? What bridge? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that really tickled me because it was like, no chance you no said that. No chance. No chance. Right, let's go on to this week's Dilemma. Help me, I have a dilemma. It's causing more pain than a vinegar enema. Help me, please, I need you to. Mr. P, some help from you, please. Right, so hi to Mr. P's. I have a dilemma for you. I need your advice, especially Adam's, as it's about love at work. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah, you happy with that? I get it, yeah, yeah. Right, so I don't delete Listen. all of them. Mr. Lover, lover. <laughs> mm. Right, I have worked at my school for two years, and about two months ago, I went on some training with a group of teachers across the school. 
I was put in a group with two teachers from year five and six, who I've never really spoken to before, as I'm a TA in early years. Things were all very polite and friendly, and it was a great training. It turns out the training on emotional regulation did something to me and the year six teacher as we ended up sneaking into the photocopier room, the only room in the school that locks, to get together before then going back to his. What? <laughs> I didn't read this fully before. That That's, that's a revelation. That is unbelievable. Uh, this then started our semi-secret get-togethers as our school has been known to make it difficult for staff who get in relationships with each other. It's not the first, <laughs> the first rodeo. It won't be the last. But yeah, we. Let's talk percentage-wise, right? Z- zero to hundred <laughs> percent. Right. What percentage of schools have had a relationship between staff? A workplace romance between staff, teachers, and TAs, like. I reckon most schools. I think at it's, some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, not not current, not currently. All right, let's go. Last decade since 2010. What percentage of schools? I'd have say staff that have either copped off of each other, and I do flings, relationships, marriages. I'd, I'd go. I'd be swinging on 50 to 60 percent. Yeah, I think 60 to 70. I reckon. Yeah, I don't know. I might have to put it to the old Instagram. Oh, it would be good. Good poll. Let us know. Yeah, because I think cause it, 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 it's happened at my school. Yeah, happened at your school. Yeah, happened at your old school. Oh no, not sorry, not my current school. No, Ooh. never been. To be fair, it, it's, it's, there's like there's a little vibe going at the minute with uh, right, okay. Prince of Supply kind of who's coming in. Right, the supplies cat. I say supply. Supplies on count. The fly. Right, yeah, yeah. supply on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> pretty supplying more than just a cover teacher oh. um, yeah uh, like the kids school yeah the, the kids current school my old, sc- school my old school was rampant yeah now during obviously this, not this, during school this, the science teachers at my kids school are ma- married really yeah, yeah. Ah, cracking chemistry <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, I'm right. more interested in the biology, actually. Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> that sounded so grim. Are we going 65%? I'm uh, going 65 Yeah, I'd, listen, and when we're talking about this, this is not like, you know, it's not like Love Island, where you're like, you know, oh, can we have a, can we have a chat around the glue stick box? <laughs> you know, it's yeah. not anything can like a chat that. chat the class Yeah, pin you're, just not, you're, you're not my type on A3 paper. <laughs> uh, it's like... Um, and the head comes in. Can you gather round, please? Uh, are you going to be coupling up with? Um, I think it's just obviously works dues, and then people are single. I think it's also a case of, um, you know, it's a young. You know, when you're an NQT or whatever, you're young, aren't you? And you may approach mm, the school. Not always single. the young ones. No, not always the young ones. <laughs> Listen, we've got some end of year party stories on it on the way. And one is incredibly juicy. Oh, my Right. This God. then started our semi-secret get-togethers as our school... Right, I've said that. We currently spend every other weekend together as he has shared custody of his 10-year-old. Things are getting serious, and some of our close friends at work know what's going on, and if anyone thinks about it, they can probably figure out that we're together, as before the training, we barely spoke apart from pleasantries, as early years slash key stage one and key stage two staff have different break times, so we are hardly ever in the staff room at the same time. Yeah. And now we've got toothbrushes <laughs> and an overnight bag in the photocopier room. Yeah. However, we decided that this... Uh, that. 
However, we decided that as we work in different key stages, the powers that be probably won't be too concerned as there are hardly ever any time for us to act inappropriately or whatever it is that they are worried about. Probably going to the photocopying room yeah. or whatever it was. Because it's uh, the only room with a lock. <laughs> Why does the photocopying room have a I lock just don't, The thing is, right, I think... Take me and Kim, prime example. Yeah. We got together, we spoke a lot outside of school, we didn't really speak in school, didn't make it obvious. We never once kind of kissed or even held hands during the school day or after the kids left or whatever. The fact that she keeps saying, or he keeps saying, um, what was that last word you said just before? Inappropriately. Inappropriately. I feel like... What are they getting up to in that photocopier room? You know what I mean? Like, people are getting ideas. Yeah, because I found your knickers on top of the copier, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, there was, uh, what is it? A duplex photocopy of you and, yeah, yeah. of bare arse cheeks. Yeah, Emotion- full colour as well. It's great, great feedback for the emotional regulation course as well. <laughs> getting sparks flying. Let me regulate those emotions. <laughs> right, here's my dilemma. Yesterday, we all received where we will be in September. He got his. He'll be remaining in year six. Great, we thought. Then I got mine. Due to staffing shortages across the school, it has been decided that due to your HLTA status, you will be working in key stage two, with the majority of your working time being spent between year fives and six. Do you think they've done this on purpose to let us know they know? And so they can make it an issue as we'll be working together two and a half days per week. Does working together when in a relationship make a difference? Should we even care? Thanks for any advice. I think they need to care (laughs) if they're acting inappropriately. I was going to say, I'd I'd cut out the uh, photocopy room. I'd just go on a date after school. <laughs> yeah. Um, they might like the, the naughtiness. They might like the kind of chase. Yeah. I would say you've got nothing to worry about. I don't think that people, I don't think they know necessarily. I think if they did know, they wouldn't put them together. No, 100%. Um, it's obviously just, it's a bit of a strange one. Listen, if it's serious, just just date outside of school, be professional. Let Make me it look, official. Look at me. You know, I put a ring on it, then left. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't work with my wife. As in the, work, the workplace, not the relationship. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I mean, it can work, can't it? I mean, obviously. 100% some... can work. Um, you know, there's another couple, uh, Steph and Stuart, who met at my old school, and they're getting married next year. And, um, and it, you know, our, mine and Kim's marriage led to another marriage of a person from that school to one of my best mates. So it, it's ended in three weddings, three day nuds. Three stags. Sesh, sesh, sesh. Uh, uh, yeah, me tactical. I only propose to get those boys some <laughs> stags. Uh, working together in a relationship, does it make a difference? I don't think so, unless depends the dynamic between the teacher and TA. I have to be honest. Obviously, Kim was a teacher. I was a TA. I worked... Were, were you in, ever her TA? No, never. Right, once, so. once. It was funny, actually. We were talking about it. Re- it's so weird. We were actually talking about this recently. And I think mum asked us, did you ever work together? And Kim went, Adam was Adam was asked to come into my class one day and I asked him to do one thing and he went, nah. <laughs> yeah. And it was to laminate. I went, I don't laminate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. It could, it depends whether you bring the dynamics of your relationship outside to the dynamics of the... And you can't be doing pet names. Do you know what I mean? No. 
You know, like, um, can you please hand out the water bottles? No worries, shagger tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, sorry. Uh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I think just... it's fine. I think just cut out the in-school stuff. Yeah. I think it's... Because the thing is, you don't want to be spending all day, every day with him and then going home and spending all night with them because I think that's just too much. You know, there's not that many, like... You, know, you and Claire, for example... You'd get on each other's nerve if Claire worked in school with you and you were teaching him with Claire all day. And then it's little things like, you know, going out for dinners and stuff. Yeah, I think you've got very much like, because obviously my wife works for me. She does all the admin for for my business side of things. Yeah, She works for me. (laughs) Yeah, she She does what I want when I want. (laughs) And, and (laughs) And sometimes the lines can be blurred. Oh yeah, you know. So you've got to try and keep it separate. Like when when she says you, uh, she asked you to do something, and you go, "No, you didn't." <laughs> it's like that. Cla- no, you didn't. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. Wedge proof. Yeah. It, it, so you've just got to yeah, be just, wary just, of and that. Just, and enjoy it. I I I loved working um, kind of in the same squad as Kim. But then we never worked close. Squad, yeah, the year six squad. That's See you at the crossroads. That's what we used to do. Blazing squad. We'd go squad up. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, he didn't. It'd just be like Cotney John, stop vaping. The kids are coming in. So. Right, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll share. We, we again asked you this week what's some of the funniest end of year presents you've got. So strap yourselves in for the weirdest game of the generation game you've ever had. Uh, here we go. Jane said, uh, I got a tin of snails. The child in question had been to France. Right, would you take some snails? I mean, what are the edible snails? I think so, yeah. Uh, no. No. But again, I like the thought. And, we, you know, I don't, I know we always say this. <laughs> we always say this you know don't worry about getting your teacher anything a unless it's a copy of our book picture. or tickets to yeah, our live true, show yeah. please help <laughs> uh, but no I mean snails I'd be like oh nice one yeah <laughs> Uh, moisturising cream for mature skin I was only in my 30s at the time so put it down to how I looked after a hard year Ooh. I got a smashed up Santa chocolate in July <laughs> <laughs> It was a, I got a smashed up Santa chocolate, dot, 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 in July, and a box of out-of-date Maltesers. Ah, yeah, out-of-date, out-of-date stuff is is tough. Uh, Out-of-date Maltesers are are a bad one. I mean, listen, the out-of-date stuff's a killer, because it's like, you don't want to look, you don't want to see, because I've I've seen, (laughs) I've seen some things, man, I've seen some stuff. There was one, I remember going back years, Cotney John said to me, yeah, bruv, so I got this, uh, I got this, like, goodie hamper. I went, all right, yeah, he went, go and check the tin. (laughs) He went, go and check the tin. Right, and the tin, it was like, I've got a feeling it was something like a fruit salad or something, which usually go for like 10 years yeah and it was like five years out of date oh god Ugh. i was like enjoy the fruit salad God, like an actual fruit salad like you know those like tinned fruit salads yeah right uh i got coasters with uh i will listen hand carved into them hand carved hand carved maybe with a compass so just like a plain plain coaster with, with- i will listen <laughs> <laughs> 
Must be what that teacher says all well, the time. They, they, they were those corky ones. I hate those. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. The, the ones, corky like the ones, ones yeah. minging. Bin bags. Bin bags. Bin bags. I wouldn't mind that. I you want- know I love the bins, brother. <laughs> That's what you can get at him. I once told my class that if, if, if they learnt nothing else, they had to remember the most important thing in life, always spend more money on good quality bin bags. Are you know, sure you've not said that? That is, I'm not going to lie, sure? that is, we have done, what is it, 150 odd episodes. That is one of the wisest things I've ever heard because I went to the tip last night and before I went to the tip, I thought, oh, I might empty the bin. You know, give the grey bin extra room to breathe. Yeah. And then I went to get it and boom, uh, I had two handles full of just black bin bag. Do you know who do a really good... Asda. No, Costco. Oh, Costco. I didn't look there. Yeah. That's a bit of me. <laughs> yeah. A few months later, I received a wine bag with extra heavy-duty bin bags in. Thanks, Phil. In a wine bag is gutted, isn't it? In a wine bag's gutted. <laughs> Thanks for that one, Phil. Thanks, Phil. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Uh, a life-size cardboard cutout of Tom Hardy. Oh, this and teachers, I love it. There's teachers up and down the land who would be all over that. <laughs> My friend was given a shiwi. Oh, is that like a? It's one of those like bags that you take to festivals. No, a shiwi is one of these. It's like you put it over your lady parts. Oh, can you just can you can you wee standing up? Yeah, I think it allows you to wee standing up. I mean, weird present, (laughs) but decent if you is it. Decent if you want a quick little slash. Yeah, I once received a book about the house the child lived in. Well, like a historic book. <laughs> yeah. God, I'd hate that. Any sort of book apart from us. <laughs> about this one? Don't know if this counts as I'm the parent, but for this year's end of year present, I'm giving my eldest daughter's teacher two tickets to see the prodigy at the AO Arena. <laughs> and a personalised T-shirt with a picture of him and my daughter. Mm. <laughs> mm. I mean, you take the prodigy, t- uh, yeah, yeah. Then you imagine if it what would you take? What if it was like VIP prodigy tickets, mm. but you've got to wear a t-shirt, t-shirt to it? I'd wear the t-shirt, but then I'd start a fire, throw them <laughs> on, and be like, "I'm a fire." Is that the prodigy? Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's sweet. <laughs> I'm just My, thinking if I start like singing a song. Breathe. They've, they've got some banging tunes. I don't really know the prodigy. Um, Main guy's no, not there no, anymore. No, good though, for isn't it? me. I don't need nobody. No, need no one. The, the, yeah. the main guy's and not out of space. Anymore, absolute tune. No, no, no. Keith. What was his surname? Um, not Lemon. That's not him. No. Anyway, right. £20 voucher for the local chip shop. Best present ever. Yep. All yeah. in favour. If that came in a bin bag, <laughs> I would teach your kids forever. Do you know why that's great as well? Supporting local businesses. In- incredible. I love that. I got two dog toys and some dog biscuits last year from a child in my class. I do have a dog. Oh, <laughs> it needed to say don't. Yeah. In my first year as a teacher, I opened each present in front of the whole class. No. No. Don't, that, I don't care if it's your first year. That is stupid. Yeah. I kept the biggest and most carefully wrapped until last. Also the heaviest as there were two. Come get your black bin bags. (laughs) I unwrapped both of the boxes but didn't take the lids off until both unwrapped. The lids came off and I could see lots of 1970s neck curtain. I carefully took the objects out. Two glass dolphin soap dishes. On closer inspection, I could still see soap 
and also a few curly hairs. Last time I opened presents in front of a class. Imagine. Thank you for the mug, Scott. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for the pube-covered soap dispensers. (laughs) Um, I got a passive-aggressive email and a request to leave the premises from Craig. (laughs) Do you work in a school, Craig? I know, yeah. Uh, Claire here got a piece of dry lasagna with a drawing of a dog on it. A piece of dry, dry lasagna. Also, oh, like a dry piece of um, <laughs> what's it called? Open the, that, lasagna, open that lasagna page up again. <laughs> lasagna yeah, lasagna sheet. sheet yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. What's, <laughs> what's that sheet of lasagna called again? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Apparently, what are they, on? they do go rock hard, don't they? Yeah. Apparently, well, it's it, before you cook it, it's rock hard, isn't it? I've never cooked one. <laughs> I've never I thought they were soft. No. Apparently, it was to be a bookmark. Oh! <laughs> My colleague was presented with a gift bag full of lettuce. <laughs> oh, man. That is the, you'd take that all the wrong way, wouldn't you? Oh, I was t- really thinking about tell it. Tell you what, tip of the iceberg. Oh. <laughs> oh god I would not remain at that school oh, <laughs> um, I got a squirrel skull <laughs> uh, what epic gift from a parent who took the time to find out what I liked this was when I was the owner of a preschool I collect nature items to show and inspire the children with <laughs> Jesus I like chicken but I don't want a chicken skull um, I, I, that, that was the way I got a squirrel skull. We were like, what do we? That parent really dug deep to figure out what I liked. If someone, uh, if someone honestly went, Mr. P, thanks for a great year. And I opened it and it was a skull of any kind. Oh, God, just the way. Epic gift. Epic. Was it? Uh, I, I got a crochet otter. I love it. Don't know what that is. No. A crochet. You know. Don't know um, what that is. It'll be unusual to the vast majority, but it's one of the best things I've ever received. A framed photograph of an Oxbow Lake. I'm a geography teacher. Oxbow Lake, lost me. Yeah. You not remember an Oxbow Lake? That's the only thing I remember. No. When a, when a river meanders, then cuts what off the meander. Means. Erosion cuts off that, the meander, right. and you're just left with a little curved lake, an oh, Oxbow I, Lake. Oh, I thought that might have been a tributary. There's my little tribute to all those geography teachers out there. I got a dead pigeon in a Tesco carrier bag, freshly shot on local park, intended for me to enjoy for my tea. Oh. <laughs> no, That's got to be posh, on it? That'd be pheasant, not pigeon. Pigeons, oh. literally. <laughs> um, six eggs from a child's own chickens. They were double yokers. Great present, I thought. God. God of my... I got a replica full-size Darth Vader's lightsaber made of chocolate. It was incredible. That's decent. That's Are you sure it's supposed to be a lightsaber? (laughs) Are you sure that's what it was? Um, A dead rabbit. The student had gone out early that morning to catch it for me. He thought I'd like to dissect it for the class. I'm a biology teacher. And then he offered to skin it so I could make a casserole. It's the strangest gift I've ever had, but he was so proud of himself. It was a wild rabbit, rabbit, and not a missing pet. Thanks for the clarification Jeez. there. I tell you what, use that lady's bookmark. You could have made a rabbit lasagna. <laughs> uh, I got a leg of lamb from the lamb that visited our school in spring, which all the children had a go at feeding a bottle of milk. What, and then it's dead? <laughs> oh, yeah, because you got the leg of lamb. As a no, pet. I know, but have, have you, have, how do you know it's the same leg of that lamb? 
Well, obviously, the lamb came from a farm that's a pair. I'm inferring here that the parents farm. Oh, the parents brought the lamb. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't like that. No. I don't think the kids would like that. Yeah, you wouldn't you tell the kids, would you? Do you remember little, little Dolly you fed? All the pictures on the display. <laughs> You'd just be like, oh, by the way, that's the lamb that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Don't say it in front of the kids. <laughs> Still, it's quite traumatic. So, so, so you, you, slaughtered, you slaughtered the lamb? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, I had a star dedicated to me. I like that. That's not bad, is it? Yeah, but did you though? <laughs> you could fake that all day long, yeah. couldn't you? I've named Definitely. the star East. <laughs> 90 degrees uh, to <laughs> Miss Evans. And I, you're just uh, like, no way. Telling everyone. That star up there. Yeah. That's Miss Evans, that. <laughs> um, a very bizarre Christmas book called A Guinea Pig Nativity at the end of summer term. Oh, I mean, they're cute presents, aren't they? Yeah. Like, they're just like, oh, we just need to give them something like... I don't um, know. Language warning with this one. Year 11 pupil presented me with a beautifully wrapped candle. When I opened it, the label around the candle read, In a place full of bellends, you were my favourite. <laughs> I quite like that. I don't mind that. Yeah. Uh, the I- bell- I'd have said... <laughs> At the last bell, I'd have gone, the bell end doesn't dismiss you. I do. I got a candle with a child's face printed on it, so I got to watch him melt as it burned. I also got a half a bottle of wine, half drunk. I got half a bottle of wine, half drunk. So you got a quarter bottle of wine? Yeah. Uh, Half-eaten box of chocolates, the child handed them to me and said, they're my favourite too, miss. Sorry, what, you scrammed him? (laughs) Yeah. Scrammed him. Our parents once shoplifted me some, some cologne, complete with a security tag. They did their research as the child the day before said, You smell nice, sir. What are you wearing? Ah, oh, then robbed it. Would that make you complicit? Technically there, would you... I mean, has he kept that? Would I'd you say, keep that? If, would it you was, keep it if it was the last day and everyone <laughs> left, I'd put a bit on, I'd go into the photocopier room... <laughs> see who's in there you know (laughs) right rather strong smelling cherry blossom talc with some missing the reception child asked me do you like it miss after she told me to smell it oh it's beautiful I said oh that's good because my mum didn't want it so she's giving it to you (laughs) the innocence (laughs) a flight lesson I flew an aeroplane as an end of year gift my mum the child and her dad a pilot in the four seater plane that's a decent gift isn't it that's a good gift yeah yeah I got given a courgette on Wednesday. Courgette? Courgette, not courgette. potato thing? No, it's a vegetable, isn't it? Courgette. Oh, right, yeah. Sort of like a bit like a cucumber. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Is it the rude emoji? What's that one? That's an aubergine, isn't it? Eggplant. Eggplant, yeah. Aubergine. Aubergine, yeah. And last but not least, I got all three Fifty Shades books. Year six boy handed them across looking mortified and said, my mum said you'll love them. (laughs) No, 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 that's not the best one. The best one is oh where is it where is it where is it where <laughs> just is love it? your impression that year six handed over the Fifty Shades trilogy <laughs> my mum's in your love oh here it is uh, this is the this is my favourite this was sent in on the website to keep anonymous year six teacher here I once received a dildo from a parent because I was too uptight and needed the stress relief <laughs> oh. <laughs> take that <laughs> 
That is just so brutal. Asterix here. I had many run-ins with this family because the child frequently had huge outbursts of behaviour, swearing and throwing resources in chairs. I tried several times to explain this child needed support and additional help. I was told I was too strict and he was just being a typical boy. <laughs> when you said Asterix then, I thought you were going to say, I had many run-ins with that dildo. Turns out he's a cracker. <laughs> I was honestly thinking she was going to delve deeper. Uh, right, okay. And now we come on to some of your end of year nights out. End of year staff party stories. You look like you've got a story. It's probably not as good as Nana Maury's. But tell me your story anyway. I hope it's a hit. If it's not good, then I'ma go rebiff and chip. I hope the kid was there too. Uh, and it builds up to, I think, one of the greatest mic drop moments we've probably had on this podcast but uh, right end of year event was a pub crawl was going well until pub number six approximately eight pints in and we went for shots of sambuca my socks and shoes were removed by my colleagues and put inside the fireplace of the pub they ran out of sambuca and we rioted a photo of me slumped in a chair was put up behind the bar and I was barred I did get my shoes and socks back I've never returned for fear the photo is still behind the bar <laughs> Kids family going for a carvery. <laughs> I could have sworn that's your year four teacher there. Looking like a hobbit. <laughs> I'm sending this I'm sending my funny stories. I can't add it to the thread in case someone sees. I got married five years ago and it happened on the last weekend of term. I was so stressed and exhausted that during our end of year party I fell asleep. The most embarrassing thing was that my head teacher was toasting to my impending marriage and how well I'd done to finish the year on a high. She had to wake me up as I drooled on my TA's shoulder. <laughs> the shame. <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, right, back at my old school that I worked at 10 years ago, one teacher and the office manager were both retiring. So the school decided to have an in-house party, which involved bringing your own alcohol and contribution to the party. Me and my bestie organised the party. Do you think they're the party? <laughs> Hey, party uh, I don't know about I don't know what this story's about, but I'm gonna take a wild guess that it's a party <laughs> and there's a party going on. <laughs> decorated it throughout the day. I hadn't even uh, I hadn't eaten the whole day, so guess what happened when the first sip of drink touched me? You were drunk at the party? <laughs> <laughs> it went straight to my head. The party started at 7.30 and I was in a taxi being sick on the way home at 8.30. <laughs> One hour, 60 minutes. <laughs> like, like a Royal Rumble, first out. <laughs> Didn't even make it an hour as I com was completely trolleyed and was sick all over the key stage one boys' toilets. And then a co-worker's husband, who was a taxi driver, took me home. How lucky. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> I Another husband was a cleaner and he grabbed a ball of sick. I don't even remember the night other than clapping and split, splitting my trousers while Sex, Love and Magic, no, Love, Sex and Magic by Justin Timberlake played. It was a great night, but definitely paid the price as my hangover lasted two days. What a lightweight. What a party. <laughs> they needed to mention it was a party. <laughs> it was a party and after. <laughs> How long were you at the party? A 60, 60 minutes. minutes. 
60 minute party. I love that. that. That's a great night out for me. Yeah. Turn up 7.30. Yeah. Late one. Was it a late one? Uh, no. But do you know what? A two day <laughs> off the back of it. You must have been absolutely done. What did you drink in that 60 minutes? Straight. I'm, t- I'm telling you now as well whatever outfit they on say that they had like a, what is it a play suit if they're being sick into the key stage one boys toilets <sighs> that vomit is going a long way down <laughs> yeah yeah uh, last year we had our staff summer party around the school pool oh here we go <laughs> we were all having a great time drinks were flowing some of us had a bit too much, which resulted in someone deciding to photocopy their bare boobs in the school office. The assistant head started throwing us in the pool. Is that because of the bare boobs? <laughs> what? Imagine that. Get in the assistant head. The assistant head. The assistant head started throwing us out of the school. Like, no, no. like the, the assistant head seeing the picture and going like, oh yeah, baby, wear t-shirts. Get, get, the, get the lock on that door. We have some very interesting stuff from that night. Needless to say, I we only didn't put them up on like the welcome to our school display <laughs> yeah, at the at the yeah. entrance. All coming in on Monday, like oh, imagine, God. imagine a child like left the trainers from being locked in. Um, needless to say, we are now banned from having parties on school grounds. Well, yeah, because you put your Bristol cities <laughs> on the bloody photocopy. <laughs> First person rocks up to just outline. Of, uh, I, bet the, I bet the head and the deputy were like, right, the assistant's new. Let's give him a job. Then We're not having that on the photocopier. Assistant, everyone in the pool. Get him up. That's the way. It's the way. The assistant head started throwing us in the pool. Throwing you. Uh, right. We went on our termly staff do in the local town. We noticed that a parent of a child who isn't in my class was out in the same bar. She noticed our group from afar (laughs) and didn't drive a car. In the Uh, bar? (laughs) (laughs) She she was a great golf player, always under par. (laughs) How bizarre. She was also a scouse, and I there, la. Um... And she was incredibly drunk. She approached us, hugging us and being very pally. The night went on and I found myself on my own, bumping into said parent again later on. She came up to me and grabbed me. I am a male teacher. She then went on to ask me if I was single, to which I explained that I was in a happy relationship. The parent responded and told me that if I ever broke up with my girlfriend, she would be a happy and willing rebound. Ignoring the comment, she then went on to say that she wanted to F me Every time I wore a shirt and tie. Oh. Especially while he's eating pie. (laughs) It made him cry. (laughs) Needless to say, that first Monday back was very awkward when I saw her in the playground. And I haven't wore a shirt and tie since. (laughs) What a subtle way of... (laughs) And I'm now currently single. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um... Imagine the head teacher. Why are you wearing a vest? Oh, uh, <laughs> long story. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Why are you dressing gown? Uh, 
<laughs> oh, God. Uh, best end of term occurrence. Having a student teacher telling me I'll give you the best orgasm of your life. Best line I've ever had. At 12 years my junior, I passed. <laughs> <laughs> the student. And he was right. <laughs> yeah. In answer to your most embarrassing, we had an end of term party at school. Everyone was faced. Member of the team went home, sp- slipped, getting in the bath and fell between her legs. She literally split her difference. Split her difference? Are you talking about... She literally split her difference. See, I was reading this. This is the reason I've shared this, because it perplexed me. I don't know what that means. She fell. She slipped getting in the bath and fell between her legs. She literally split her difference. Right, well, that must have just been like... Right, that's one for the group there on the Facebook group. Well, that must just be, you know, genitalia ripped. Right, okay. It's a tough one. Tough one, though. (laughs) Fair to say no more parties at school. Right before the summer. Eesh. Um, I don't want to crack a joke here or anything, (laughs) but has anyone put a wet paper towel on it? (laughs) (laughs) Right. And to finish, to finish... The last episode of the 2022-23 academic year of Two Mr. P's in a podcast is this one. And strap yourselves in, it's got juice. I know you like juicy stories, so here's mine. I need to start with a bit of context to this story. A few years back, there was a senior leader in our school who was a nightmare, a bully. We'll call her Arseface. <laughs> She taught for what seemed like a year before going into management when she couldn't manage to find water in the ocean. Nice. She was horrible. The way she treated and spoke to staff was awful, but would always present herself as such a wonderful person within the trust. A name, you you wouldn't get that from her, would you? (laughs) No. Uh, She presented herself as such a wonderful person within the trust and on social media. She was the queen of the humble brag, both in school and on Facebook, and we often wondered how she had a partner and friends when she was such a moody cow. Okay, context set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arse face check. (coughs) She'd been particularly nasty to a member of staff throughout the year. Let's call her Kate. This member of staff was lovely, but had had enough and was leaving teaching partly due to the way she'd been treated by said leader. On the end of st- end on the staff end of year party, the drinks were flowing, but tensions were high. Kate was a shell of herself, but we were trying to celebrate the end of the year with our little group, which included Kate, myself, and Harry, a young gay male TA. As the night progressed, everyone, including Arseface, was getting merry. All of a sudden, Kate was in tears as Arseface had said some backhanded comment that tipped her over, and she just broke. This sent Harry into a frenzy. He confronted Arseface with a tirade, giving her a well-deserved dressing down, which climaxed in the following. And rather than being a bitch to us, you might want to see why your husband is messaging me on Grinder. No! Yes. The room fell silent with this revelation as Arseface denied this before drunkenly arguing back, screaming, How dare you slander my husband? So at this point, is Arseface shit-faced? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you slander my husband? Harry then pulled his phone out, sharing screenshots of conversations which which we later read, suggesting the husband would love to have done, would love to do some very rude things to Harry. 
Oh my God. It was a mic drop moment that was one of the greatest acts of karma I've ever experienced. Both myself and Kate looked at each other with our eyes wide open before turning into a satisfied smile. Arseface continued to deny, but the damage was done. The whole staff knew. Revenge is a dish best served cold. And this was ice cold. I was slightly disappointed Harry had kept this to himself for so long and hadn't dished that dirt earlier. But according to Harry, it happens more often than you think and he never reveals it unless he's pushed. And having seen Kate so upset and five Jaeger bombs in, he was pushed and arse face needed bringing down to earth. Wow. That is unbelievable. So, yeah. I mean, you've got to think, to, to celebrate that, Arseface must be <laughs> must live up to the name let's put it that way as far as I'm aware Arseface is still with her husband and despite still being a dick it seemed to give her a bit of perspective and she stayed well clear of Harry until we both moved to other schools soon after it's still the best moment I've ever witnessed on a staff night out I hope you enjoyed this story and it was juicy enough as I, bo- as I know you both like juicy stories on the pod juicy enough yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I can rest it. I'm getting clogging my arteries. So much juice. That was, that's class, isn't it? Absolute class. I love that. The fact that he's held on to it as well, I like that. You know, it's very, I, I can imagine if I was Harry and you get a message from you, how he's kept that quiet for so long till that moment. And the moment as well. Just not telling anyone else, like, because that could have slipped and it could have yeah, gone to yeah. the wrong person. I mean, it's it's a tactical masterclass from Harry. <laughs> well, Harry, yeah. But, you know, obviously, you know, I hope, I hope no one's harmed or hurt or anything, but that is unbelievable. And that, that lot of staff, back to the old grinder. <laughs> you know that I don't believe in karma, but stories like that, sometimes I start to believe. Oh, baby. Right, and that brings us to the end of the episode and the end of season six guys i want to say massive massive thank you for listening i want to say massive thank you for all the support over the last year and over the last five years that we've now been doing the pod we really really do appreciate it this happens because of you guys and everything else the books the shows is all thanks to your incredible support so we hope you have a wonderful summer please do if you get a chance relaxing over the summer break you're right yeah sorry uh, while you're relaxing over the summer break, grab your tickets for the tour. It's happening during the October half term, so you can make a night, weekend, evening of it, whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening. As always, head over to Apple Podcast and leave a review if you've not done that. You can join the Facebook group as well, and you can follow us on the socials. Yeah, have the best summer. You all deserve it. Two words, bottomless brunch. Is that two words? Yeah, bottomless. Sweet. Happy summer! (laughs)